Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast today. How you doing? I just woke up and I've had one sip of coffee. So my brain's not firing on all cylinders yet. Which I mean, when it does, how good is that really? You know, <laughs> but, but I'm glad that you're here. I want to, uh, I want to do a podcast today. I just said, man, I woke up. I woke up and I thought about the podcast. Well, actually, I thought about coffee. And then after I thought about coffee, I said, I would like to talk to the fine people that I don't even know who they are. I know some of you. But uh, but in the morning, everything's quiet, you know? You can kind of contemplate some stuff. Before the day takes off, every day, when I wake up for about the first hour, right, before I talk to anybody, before I say anything, like, that's your contemplating time. That's the time that you kind of get to reflect about some stuff. You know, I find myself more, the older I get, I find myself more reflective in life, you know, not just going through it. Uh, because you can kind of get in a routine, you kind of, you kind of get in a routine in your life and you kind of, uh, you kind of go through the motions. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just get in your routine and you just go through the motions in life. Um, but the older I get, I find myself more and more thinking about life, you know? thinking back over my life. And uh like this week I downloaded a a song. Let me see where it is. Let me see where I I download some crazy stuff, man. Um we didn't start the fire, Billy Joel, right? I downloaded that song this week. And um I listened to it early in the morning. The day after I downloaded it, I listened to it on my way to work early in the morning. And, uh, and it really, I, it takes me back to a different time because when I was about 19, right, I worked at this place in the shop and a friend of mine would blast that song, right? We're the same age. And I thought it was weird because it was like old Billy Joel, we didn't, we didn't start, well, it's too early to sing it, you know what I mean? But uh, he would blast that song, and I hated it. It annoyed me so much, right? It annoyed me so much. It was like, why are you that happy? Like, I ain't that happy. Why are you so happy, right? And, uh, but looking back now, it's like I can look back at that time of my life with fondness, you know? And I look back at it and it's kind of, it's nostalgic. I don't think nostalgia, nostal, it being nostalgic or nostalgia, I don't think that's really the word that I'm looking for. I think it just takes me back, you know, 20 years. And, uh, and it makes me happy to think about that time, right? Um, I was 19. I really didn't have any responsibility. Um, there was so much, there were so many experiences and so much pain that I had not lived yet. <laughs> oh 
God, Glenn. Uh, but there was so much life in front of me, right? And there was, there was like, kind of like an innocence about me. And, uh, and you lose that sometime, man. It's sad. Let me tell you about, well, like this past Monday, let me tell you about this past week, how it started out, right? I'm drinking my coffee as I'm sitting here talking to you. I ain't gonna lie. I started out like every, every, uh, every good American, I started out, uh, stopping at this gas station up from my job and I'll stop there in the mornings and sometimes I'll get a little thing of icebreaker mints, you know, gotta be, you gotta be smelling good behind that mask, you know, you never know when a beautiful woman's gonna, you know, want to kiss on you and you're like, I wasn't prepared. You know, I think a lot of people let their self go behind the masks, you know, to be honest with you. I think that, uh, I think that a lot of people do, you know, but now that they're starting to come off, we need to get it back together. You know, we need to get ourselves back together again, you know, but anyway, I stopped there and I might get a little thing of mints. I might get a little orange juice. I might even be known to buy a muffin or a little bear claw on occasion, you know. I need to quit doing that that because your pants don't fit. It's, when you're young, like when I was talking about we didn't start the fire, 20 years ago when I would eat a Danish for breakfast, no crime, no foul, you know. But when I do that on a regular basis now, my britches don't fit as good no more, you know. It just don't, it goes to my hips, my woman bearing hips. I always thought I had like some wide hips, like I had like a big old pelvis, you know, like God got around my waist, you know, maybe he started making me from the feet up and then when he got to around my midsection, he decided to make me a boy, you know. Before, he like put the hips in there because you got to make the bones. You got to make the skeleton first. You know, if you're God, that probably comes first because that's on the inside. You know, they say bare bones. You know, you can't make everything. It's not like he made all the skin and then made all the bones and just like stuck it in there like the skin was a pillowcase. You know, he probably started with the bones and then that's just what I would do. You know. That would be the easiest way. And you got to work smarter, not harder. You know, like the Bible says. But anyway. um, Yeah, like I have big hips. Big old, big old gracious hips. <laughs> but, uh, man, maybe this wasn't a good idea before I had my coffee. But anyway, I stop in there. I get I get me a little muffin. Monday morning, I got a muffin, okay? I got a banana nut muffin, you know? And I was excited about it, you know? As excited as you could be at that hour of the day. So I have my banana nut muffin. I get back in my car, I take off. I open it up. I'm going to eat my muffin. Nothing like a banana nut muffin. You know, a good, moist banana nut muffin. Not a dried out one, a moist. 
you know, and you might be like, Glenn, it's not homemade. Man, look here, I don't got time to be making homemade banana nut muffins. If I did, I would not be purchasing them. I opened it up and I looked at it. And there was a big old, probably dime size spot of mold on the top of my muffin, right? That's how my Monday started. But I didn't let that ruin my day, you know? It was upsetting. It was upsetting at the time. You know, people might be like, why didn't you tear the mold spot off and eat it? Yeah, but it just, once I see something like that, it's just not appealing to me anymore. I don't feel like eating a banana nut muffin anymore, you know? So that's how my Monday started. That's kind of how my life has been, man. Yeah. I see some mold. Like everything will be going good and I'll be feeling good. And then I'll see some mold in my life. And I'm just like, well, dang it. <laughs> You know, but you just got to roll with the punches. You got to roll with the punches, man. Um, Like we all have this past year. I think this past year, because to roll with the punches is like, unless you're in a fight and you know a punch is coming, that's one thing. Like if you're in a fight and you're like, man, I'm going to get punched. I'm going to get punched in this fight. Then you roll with the punches and... I mean, that's your fault. You got in a fight. Or you're boxing or whatever. But rolling with the punches in life is a little bit different. Right? Because you don't always expect it. And I think everybody over the past year has had to roll with the punches. You know, and it's like not something you prepare for, really, you know? I think if you can, like, mentally prepare for something, if I can mentally prepare for something that I know is coming, right, then it's a little bit better, you know, but sometimes you don't get to do that, you know, a lot of times you don't get to do that in life because the little unexpected moldy muffin surprises just kind of get sprung on you, you know, when you when you least expect it, you know? And you just got to roll with it, Jack. You just do. You know, and it's all right. Everything's all right. Everything's all right. Because if you roll with the punches, you don't do it perfectly. You know, hopefully you learn something. You know, there's just a lot of anger that people have, have, have gotten towards each other this year. You know, especially over this whole... Especially over this whole COVID thing, you know, there's a lot of people get mad at each other, you know, and race relations, that's something else, you know, but it seems like a lot of this stuff just gets stoked, you know, and I heard, I actually heard Bill Burr, uh, talking about it and he was talking about, uh, it was really smart what he said it was really insightful. You know, for a comedian, it was something really insightful. And he said that uh, when someone wants to tell him something, he's like, look, did you learn this at a library? You know, because a library has fiction and nonfiction sections, you know. And, and 
the internet is just like everything is nonfiction. Everything is presented as nonfiction. I thought that was really insightful. I like that. You know, because there's a lot of misinformation, you know, and we're all trying to weed through it. We all try to weed through this, this information that comes at us. Right. And, and I mean, I really believe that we all are doing the best that we can, you know, and some of us go some one way and some of us go another way. And that's all right, man. You know, that's all right. I ain't the end of the world. If somebody disagrees with you. But some people's just gonna hate you, right? Some people's there's there's gonna be people who just hate you in life, right? And hold a grudge. And I was one of those people, you know. I've been one of those people before where where I just hold a grudge. And uh and it's just not a healthy thing, man. You know? When you hate somebody or you dislike somebody because of something they said or did, you know, to you. Um, that's just not a good way. It makes you not happy. You know, if you go around, if you live your life, right. And, and like somebody, I can hate somebody, right. For something that they did or said, but like when I do that, like, I'm the last thing on their radar, you know? And I'm just wasting my my life. I'm wasting my life, like, hating somebody. You know, it makes me feel bad. I don't like feeling bad, man. That's something about me that I've learned is I don't like feeling bad. But if you hate me, that's fine with me. I mean, I'm that's fine if you don't like me, you know? If somebody doesn't like me, that doesn't really bother me that much anymore. I just don't really care. Because it doesn't, they don't pay my bills, you know? And I mean, I don't know. It can be like, I can hate somebody and then, like, they're the most important person in, like, their child's life or something. You know what I mean? Like, they are everything to somebody else, you know? So it's not really, it's not really what I think about them is not 100% of everything that they are. You know what I mean? It was just my experience with somebody. That's kind of what it comes down to. And that's fine, man. Yeah, that's cool. If if somebody hates me, just their experience with me wasn't good. Um, If somebody wants to hate me, that's fine. I ain't gonna fight with them. Yeah, you know. but I try not to hate on people, just cause it don't it don't do me no good. <laughs> it don't, it don't, don't do. The more coffee I get, the better English I can use. I'm sorry, but anyway, what about the gas shortage, man? We had a gas shortage here. I don't think that it was much of a shortage. Uh. <sighs> I think what happened was, you know, we had those hackers hack the pipeline. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. We you see something on the news. Oh, the hackers hacked the 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 uh pipeline. You know, they were from the Kremlin. Whenever they say Kremlin, you know, I think about Gremlins, the movie Gremlins. I ain't gonna lie, like every every 
single time I think about Kremlin or I hear Kremlin, I think about Gremlins. But uh that's because you is dumb, man. But uh so they hacked our pipeline somehow and shut it down. And we paid the ransom, which I get into that in a minute. I think that is the stupidest thing that you can do, you know, when you're in the position of the America, you know. But anyway, I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, they shut the they shut the pipeline down, and then our our fearless leaders, um, say don't panic, do not panic buy gas right well i don't know about you but i'm smart enough to know what happens when people that are in leadership roles tell people don't panic (laughs) do not panic buy gas right last time y'all done something like that there wasn't no toilet paper left you know You don't tell people not to panic. You don't tell people not to panic by stuff because you know that that's what they're going to do. Here's what you do. If something bad, if something like that happens and you're like, you know, we can keep it flowing. Um, we can keep it flowing and there will be no interruption in the supply chain. What I mean, you, 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 that's, that's what you do. You just, you just lie to people. You just be like, they're, it, it's all good. Nothing's wrong. It, yeah, they hacked it, but it's back up. And even if it ain't back up, who's going to know, right? As long as you know you can get it back up. And it doesn't matter. Even if you can't get it back up, you know, you're a politician. So we're used to you being dishonest anyway. You know, it's kind of like, those people that can't wait to tell you bad news. You know what I'm talking about? You know, well, even when I was a little kid, when I was a little kid and I would find out something bad, I couldn't wait. I wanted to be the person that got to tell the bad news, right? If something bad happened. Like, if somebody died, I wanted to be like, did you know Mr. Carter's dead? And just so I could see... I could see like the expression, you know, because when you have some really bad news and you tell somebody it, you get to see an expression that you don't get to see a lot. It's like confusion and pain and you can just sit there and take it all in, you know, <laughs> that's sick. But I mean, when I was a kid, I did it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell you something that's not true. Yeah, I did that. I ain't proud of it, but I did it. And I think that that's what some of these politicians like to do. You know, something horrible just happened. We're going to tell you about it, and then we're going to tell you not to panic. You know? Glenn, they're just doing their jobs is what they're doing. They're doing what they are uh, they were elected to do as officials. Man, make everybody panic. Send everybody into a tizzy. Because what happened is everywhere started selling out of gas around here. Like, everywhere did, man. It was ridiculous. 
you know, and they were like, do not fill up plastic bags with gas. And then you would go, and I saw, I saw some at a little gas station was like, you can get $20 of gas. And then underneath it said, please be polite. You know, like people were coming in there. Hold the gas! No! You know? You shouldn't have to put up a sign to be polite, especially in the South. You know? That made me a little bummed out. But, um, yeah, we paid those people. We paid hackers, you know? For the little cheat code or whatever. To make everything go back to normal. I don't know. I don't know man. That just doesn't seem like something America should do. And with all the resources that we have. From money to great minds. um, I mean I understand needing to make it happen fast. But. It seems like you could be like, look here, we pinpoint exactly where you are. And how about instead of us giving money to you, how about you not dying today? You know, how about that? Yeah. That seems like more of a something that conversation we need to have right now. Yeah. But who am I? I'm not in that kind of a role. Yeah. I'm not in that kind of a leadership role in the country and maybe that's a good thing because maybe we'd all be out of gas and I'd just be dropping bombs everywhere you know (laughs) that's probably what would happen but it would take care of the issue yeah two less hackers I don't know how many hackers there were. It's probably more than two. But I don't know what to do in life, man. I'm just talking. I'm just talking, you know? I know a lot of... I know a lot of what not to do in life. Like, I know more... I think I know more what not to do than what to do, you know? That's the story of my life. You know? Like, you do something... You do something, you're like, well, I'll never do that again. You know, I've said that so many times. I've said that so many times, man. Like, I'll never, I'll never do that again. And that's how I learn a lot of lessons. But I know a lot of what not to do. It just kind of is like, sometimes I don't know what to do. I know what I'm not going to do, you know, pretty quick. And that's how I kind of narrow it down to what I'm going to do. Because I say, well, I could do this. and nah, I'm not going to do that. Done that before. That didn't work. You know? And you just go through all the stuff. It's like a process. It's got to be easier to know what to do. You know, there's people that probably just know more what to do. You hear the birds? Birds are pretty happy in the morning. They'll start chirping in the morning, but as the day goes on, they lose their enthusiasm. I wonder why that is. Why do birds lose their enthusiasm throughout the day? They're kind of morning people, you know? Like some some people's morning people. I'm kind of a morning person. I'm kind of a morning person. But, uh... 
even though you can't tell right now, I kind of am. Like, I'm not, uh, I'm not real grumpy in the morning like some people. I just need my time. You just gotta give me my time in the morning. Or the people just stare at you. You know? They'll stare at you and be nasty to you in the morning. You know? And that's fine. Some people, I guess some people just need that time after they come out of their slumber to, uh, to get it together. To get themselves together. But I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty good with it. I'm like a bird. I've always thought that I'm like a bird. But anyway. Yeah, I know a lot of what not to do. And it'd be easier to kind of just know what to do in some, some circumstances. Some, like, things that come up in life would be easier just to be like, well, I'm going to do this. But that ain't how my judgment works, man. My judgment works like I'm going to go through the list of everything that I've tried before that didn't work that ain't good to do. But I just didn't think. When I heard that we paid them, man, I was just like, why are we giving them money? Like, why are we giving hackers money? That just doesn't even, like, come on. But anyway, what do I know? I know you ain't supposed to hate people, but you know why I taught about that is because I have, you know, and it's like a prison. So see, that's something that I know that you're not supposed to do because I've done it before and it just doesn't pan out. It don't make you feel nice. But anyway, you know, you go through life and some people you connect with and some people you don't, you know, and, and that's that's all right man you can't connect with everybody you see i don't even want to know that many people it's it's like it's kind of stressful connecting with a lot of people you know like the people that have a lot of friends and they just connect them with everybody all the time like man It's like half the people on my phone are on silent when they'll message me and text me. Just because I can't take it, man. I can't take my phone. Like, it's kind of like I'll respond to this when I have time. Or, like, yeah, it's just like I can't take my phone buzzing and going off nonstop. I just can't. I just, it's just annoys me. It's something about... I think it's something old school in me. Well, I got to have a cell phone, right? Because I have kids in my job. I got to have that. I got to have email. I got to have access to people texting me, you know, for my kids in my job. But that's it, really, you know? Like, I'm just, I, I was a teenager, you know, and coming into adulthood in a time when there wasn't, they we didn't have that. So, I mean, you had to call somebody on their house phone. You know, you had to hunt somebody down. And these were your friends, you know. And now, like, the rules changed. The rules changed to where some people get their feelings hurt if you don't respond to a text or you don't respond to a call. And I always see it, you know. I always see that stuff. And I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But I just, uh, it's just, 
being connected constantly, like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't mind it when it comes to my children or my employer. I don't mind it because that's like stuff that, I mean, that's like my family and my livelihood, you know? So that's one thing. But everything else, all this extra, 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 read all about it. Like, I just don't like that. It doesn't set well with me. I've never, I've never gotten used to it. There's always, there's always like a sense of dread (laughs) when I hear, because like if I'm busy watching TV or something and my phone starts buzzing, I'm just like, man, I'm just trying to watch TV. Like I'm trying to be, I'm trying to do a single activity, you know? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Is that normal? Is that a normal way to feel, you know? I don't know. Let me get another cup of coffee. So I'm going to pause here and get another cup of coffee, all right? All right, I'm back. I got a little more, uh, I got a little more cream in my coffee than I really want. A little more half and half, you know? It's hard to make it the same perfect every time. I like creamy, you know what I mean? But I don't like stuff that's too creamy. I can't take too much creamy. Yeah. It's just it takes away from the it takes away from the coffee when you put too much cream. Like I know people that put so much cream. People they're like their coffee's like a light brown, like a light brown. It's more like a tan. Like, I see you over there drinking your tan beverage, your tan coffee. It ain't even, it ain't even coffee at that point to me. You know, sitting there drinking your tan liquid. That's all it is, is tan liquid is what it is. You know, you put so much half and half in our creamer in it. It's not even considered coffee anymore. This is tan liquid. But, anyway... What was I talking about? Oh, oh, yeah, but I don't want to come off as being, uh, I don't want to come off as being antisocial. You know, that ain't as, like, I don't want you to think that Glenn's just antisocial. Oh, antisocial Glenn over there. Drinking his tan coffee that he made by accident. But, uh, that's not it at all. Have you ever just wanted to be, you know? Have you ever just wanted to stop and just be? You know, if you're looking for a distraction, you know, and I think that a lot of people do want those distractions in life because they don't like to sit with themselves in their skin, you know? Sometimes I just want to sit here with my big old pelvis drinking my tan liquid and just be because I'm all right with me. You know, I'm all right with it. I wasn't always that way. You know, before there was social media and phones and all that stuff, a lot of times what I found myself doing is I would constantly have to be around people. I would constantly have to be on the go, you know, because something about being alone with my thoughts and alone with myself didn't set right with me, right? So I had to have that. But, you know, in this chapter of this chapter of Glenn Thinks Stuff, you know, in this chapter of my life, man, I'm, I'm cool. I'm good. You know, one way or another, I'm good. 
because I don't, I don't know. I just don't, I just, sometimes I just want to be not by myself. That, that's not right either. Sometimes I just want things to slow down, you know, and look around. And if I want to watch, you know, if I want to watch some dumb bird for a while, I'll just sit there and watch the dumb bird, you know. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's a simpler. Well, that's because you're simple. That's what they call. That's what they call people. That's what they call people back in olden days when they say, "Well, Glenn's just simple. He's just simple," is what he is. There's a lot of simple people. Let me tell you. But uh. But anyway, I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't know, man. I It doesn't matter, does it? Does it really matter? Do you come to this podcast? Do you hit play on my podcast to really be like to really be like, oh, let's let's, you know, learn something, you know? I don't think that that's why anybody will listen to my podcast, maybe initially. You know, but it's just a different perspective. It's just a different perspective. That's why I like talking to people, you know, for their perspectives. That's why I like connecting with people. A lot of the people that I connect with, they're quirky and odd in their own little way, you know? That's not necessarily, it's not necessarily like me, you know? But it's, when I connect with people, it's because, it's because, uh, like I'm fascinated by something about them, you know, like there's that, there's that childlike innocence and fascination when I connect with somebody, I kind of get excited a little bit talking to them. Like there's this lady that cuts my hair, right? And whenever I get a haircut, it's always a different haircut. You know, if you go to a different person, every time you get a haircut, even if you go to like sport clips, like where, cause I usually go to sport clips. Um, and they have your notes there, like what kind of haircut you get. And even if it's the same notes, like if 10 people read the same notes, it's going to be like, you're going to get 10 different haircuts from those 10 different people, you know? And that's fine because who really cares? Hair grows back and who cares, man? Like it doesn't matter. Oh, got to look the best. Why? I just got to have a haircut and not have a hairy neck. That's the point of getting a haircut. You know, who am I trying to impress? Oh, look at my fresh tight cut. Look at my fresh tight cut, ladies. Maybe this will impress you that I have it. Yeah. If somebody's going to be that impressed by a fresh tight cut, then, like, I don't want to be with you. (laughs) Uh, but anyway, um, like I always just be like, yeah, whoever, well, who do you want? First available. I don't care. You know, but there's this one lady that I have cut my hair now. And when I check in on my phone, I've request her now because I like her. We connect. I don't like her in like a romantic or sexual way. Like there's not attracted where I'm not attracted to her in that way just the conversations that we have is like, because when you get your hair cut most of the time, it's like, 
What, you got big plans for today? What you been up to today? You know, just people making conversation. And you're just like, oh, God, just cut it. You know? But this lady started talking about conspiracy theories. Right, just out the gate. I don't know if I made some remark that triggered it. I don't remember. But all I know is the conversations we have, I'd be getting excited sitting in that barber's chair. You know? And she'll be telling me about conspiracy theories and I'll be telling her, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about this one? Right? And I'll be getting all excited. Like, oh, you believe all the lies too like me. (laughs) You know? Or all the things that a lot of people don't even... There's like a stigma attached to it and people don't want to talk about that stuff. And maybe it's because they're genuinely not interested in that stuff. But see, when you have a mind that's always going like I've just always liked that stuff because there's something there's something like with the unknown like is it real is it not real like here's a little bit of evidence that it might be you know and then you find yourself wanting to believe that it is you know and it's kind of like being a kid like when I was a kid like this it was like my mind wouldn't stop and, and, and I, I think that I didn't get, I didn't, it was like just wild horror. It's like a kid, you know, like when you're watching an old cowboy movie and somebody shoots, there's like the stage coats and somebody shoots a gun or maybe it's like just not a stage coach, but horses and like the horse just takes off when it hears the gunshot and it takes them a while to get the reins, you know, and get the horse back, get control of the horse again. Right. That's kind of how my mind was when I was young. Like it would, you'd hear the gunshot, like the idea would be the gunshot in my head. And then my mind would just be off to the races going into crazy. And it wasn't until I got older that I kind of learned to get the reins and get that under control, you know, so to speak, uh, but anyway, like talking, we just connected. We just, we just have this connection. And, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's just somebody that's fun to talk to, you know? And that's how I kind of, that's how I kind of, uh, that's how I am. Like, I like, I like people. I like to connect with people. I came off, I didn't want to come off as like antisocial in this podcast, but, uh, but I don't mind stopping at the same time. Um, but yeah, I forgot. I was going to say something else. Oh, I don't want you to think like, I don't want you to think like, oh, I was a genius kid. You know, I was just some genius kid that all the time, just, I had a mind that was so brilliant. No, it wasn't that, you know, I was a kid that would go outside and dig a hole. You know, I would dig. Where's Glenn? He's out back digging again. He's digging a hole, right? I would just sit there and dig a hole, you know, and people would say, you're going to dig to China. I remember people saying, you're going to dig to China, you know, because they'd see the size of my hole and that would be like, you know, and in my head, I was like, you know, thinking that I would like, just if I kept digging long enough, I would just come out in this upside down world that was like upside down because as I dug through the globe, 
and I would come out and everything would be upside down and I'd just stick my dirty head up, you know, through the hole. And I'd be hanging upside down out of a hole in China. You know, I thought that. I ain't proud of that, but I thought it, you know. So that pretty much takes care of the, uh, that takes care of the thought that I could be a genius <laughs> right there because, you know, I thought I could dig to China. I tried. You know, a lot of a lot of you guys can't say that, you know. You go through your whole life and you never tried once to dig to China. I have. But, um, anyway, that's about all I got for the day. Yeah, sitting here drinking my tan liquid. Drinking my tan liquid, hoping for a better week. I really need to get away from muffins, though. I need to get away. It's like, maybe that's a sign. Maybe God or the universe is sending me a sign like you don't need to be eating all these sweet treats in the morning, Glenn. You know, you're getting older. Have some granola and an apple. But a granola and an apple ain't good. That's my problem. You know, I like to eat good stuff. That's my problem. I don't like to eat stuff that ain't good. Because it's just, I don't know. Something about it doesn't set right with me. Like it doesn't, like why am I eating this? It's not good. And I don't want to eat it, you know? I'd rather eat the good thing. I found a hair in a salad that I ate yesterday. A hair. It wasn't my hair. It's a big old hair. It's a big old hair. Right in a salad. I got a grilled chicken salad. All right. All right, I'm going to do good. Because sometimes if I eat something bad, I think if I eat one good thing for every one bad thing that I eat, it'll kind of counteract it and work out. Excuse me. That's just in my head. That's what happens, right? Um, I'm like, all right, if I eat this Danish and then I eat like a salad for lunch, then them X each other out. And it's like I start from square one, but that ain't the way it works. We all know that. But I was eating the salad. I got the salad and, uh, I got the salad and, and I was about three quarters of the way done with it. And, uh, out came a big old hair and I just spat out what I had in my mouth and said, well, that's enough of that. You know, that's what I get for eating a salad. That's what I get, man. Yeah. Ain't never found a big old hair in a calzone, I'll tell you that much. Ain't never found a big old hair in a Reuben, I'll tell you that much. Ain't never found a big old hair in a, in a, almost a Texas cheesesteak. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Philly cheesesteak. What's a Texas cheesesteak? I don't know. Maybe is that is a thing, you know, a Texas cheesesteak. I bet that would be something. 
I bet that would be something right there. But I appreciate you guys listening to me today. I don't even know, man. I don't even know what's going on, but I did a podcast. I don't know what to say, but I did a podcast about it, you know, and hopefully you gain something from it. I think if I said anything of substance today, I think it would be, it would be not to hold a grudge, you know, towards people, you know, in your life or try not to, or look at why you do, you know, I would say that. You know, because I think that the older that you get, the easier it is to hold on to stuff like that. And some stuff just kills you. You know, some stuff just makes you, it's like you're in a prison. You know, and that ain't no kind of way to live. You know, living in a prison when you're free. Living in a prison of your mind, that's no kind of way to be. You know, because the person that you're that you're mad at, they're doing just fine. You know, so... uh so it's just one of them things when you let go of stuff. And I'm not saying you won't get upset. Now I'll be getting upset. I'll be getting mad. There was an instance where I got so angry. I got so angry one night this week, right? Uh, at, at this man. And uh, and I was just real angry. And I wanted to have words with him because I was around him. And I wanted to have words with him, you know? And I'm not afraid of confrontation, <laughs> As far as that goes. But I was smart enough to be like, all right, this is emotion. You're feeling emotion right now. And you need to... You need to sit on this for a while. You need to sleep on this because you need to make decisions in your life based on what you really want. And emotion doesn't need to play into the decisions that you make. Because a lot of the decisions I've made in my life, let me, when you make a decision, and I made a lot of decisions, like 90% of my decisions when I was younger were emotional, you know, that were made on an emotion. And now I like to use more logic when I make decisions. And when I make moves in life, I try to use more logic. I still be using emotion a little bit when I look at the menu. When I look at the menu, I'll make some emotional decisions that are not tied to logic, that are tied to fantasy. And uh, that's why my pants feel the way that they do, you know, at this present time. But, uh, But yeah, I slept on it. And then I woke up and I had calmed down. I was looking at it from another perspective and I was glad that I didn't have that confrontation because things actually, things actually worked out, you know, things actually worked out better because I didn't say anything probably. Sometimes you do got to say stuff though. I'm not saying don't never say stuff because sometimes you got to stay stuff, you know, and sometimes you got to act, you know, so that doesn't apply to everything. And that's just like, just, I'm just saying stuff, broad generalizations right now. That's what you're getting from me this early in the morning. What do you want from me? Right. It's early. I, I ain't got a bunch of wisdom when it's early, you know. I can tell you what not to do. That's for sure. But guys, I love you. Take care.
I hope that you have a great week. And may all your muffins be fresh that you wrap a lip around. But if you want to uh, hit me up, the contact information is in the notes of the cop podcast, blah, 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 blah. You can follow me on social media at Glenn Thanks Stuff on Twitter. Uh, what else? What else? That's about it. You can review me if you want. I ain't really worried about it at this point. I've been in the podcast game three years. If you want to review me, you can. Honestly. Because either way, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. I'm so good at this. All right, guys. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.